that? That's the sonic screwdriver. So, according to the story that I'm reading, Adam, a prominent politician came to the state where you live and told you guys that you have trees that are just the right height. Yeah, I saw that on Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert. What would the wrong height be? You would have to ask... Uh, like, like, would California redwoods be too tall? They're amazing. Well, I hear, yeah. I'm hearing amazing. I'm not hearing that too tall here. Are you recording yet? Oh, yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And today we have a couple very special guests. I'm Doug Gobeski, yes. Adam's brother. And I'm Brian Kiley, Adam's fiance. All right, so I brought my people. Where'd your people go, Charlie? Uh, I'm still trying to call Alex. So how are we supposed to have an old-style rumble if your gang doesn't show? <laughs> I mean, a virtual rumble. We have we have been choreogra- choreographing the dance for like weeks now. Well, why don't you go ahead and do it anyway? Can't have a one-sided rumble. Hello. Special guest star. I literally just walked in the door. So. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that you were raining. Yeah, I just like, I'm like, what the hell is this noise? <laughs> so, you you just missed it, but uh, Charlie has challenged us to a uh, dance-off. <laughs> Define us and a dance-off. Uh, you and Charlie versus me, Brianne, and Douglas. What, you don't think you have what it takes, Alex? I don't think I have what it takes. Well, that's good, because I don't either. When we were picking teams, you weren't here, so... (laughs) There's Team Charlie, and then there's Team Everyone Else. (laughs) And Team People Who Might Actually Know How to Dance. Yes. (laughs) So, why have you brought us here today, Charlie? Yeah. Um, Well, I know that uh, Adam is currently in the great state of Michigan, and Brianne is in the all-right state of Arizona. All-right? Yeah, it's all-right. I've been there. It's not insulting, is it? It could be worse. You've been to Arizona? Yeah, I have some projects over there. How come you didn't visit me? Because you weren't there. That's not an excuse. (laughs) Next time I'm going to Arizona, I'll let you know, and then you can be there so that I'm visiting you. (laughs) Acceptable. (laughs) <laughs> well, I realize this is a five-state call. Yeah. But uh, I believe both Michigan and Arizona have uh, Republican primaries coming up this Tuesday. Is that not correct? Probably. Uh, probably. <laughs> Do you not live in a state with an open primary, Brianne? It is not an open primary, so I really have no idea what's going on on the Republican side. Is it a primary I just or a hear caucus? About it. I have no idea. I think it's a primary. Okay. Well, anyway, was it two nights ago there was a Republican debate? Maybe uh, we need to get on on some of that action. I think we could do better than them. I mean, there's four of us, so I think we could have some some lively debates. Um, I would like to point out that, uh, unless I'm mistaken, there are five of us. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. There are debates happening? 
<laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. There's an election? <laughs> I don't even know when my state's primary is. Does your state even have a primary? I, I believe it does. I think it's part of Super Tuesday. All right, so then, welcome, <clears throat> lady and gentlemen, to the 362nd faux Republican debate. I am your host, Adam Gobeski. I am an anchor on GWR. I'd like to uh, introduce the candidates from left to right, starting with Charles Wallace. Charles Wallace, your first statement in 30 seconds, if you please. Hello, my name is Charles Wallace, as was stated, and I want to represent you, the people, and um, globally. So, for president of the world. I'm a nice guy. Uh, I don't think I'd be too offensive internationally. I mean, you could pick somebody worse. Uh, and with that, uh, I give you uh, Alex Clark. Alex oh, Clark, I, your 30 I, seconds, please. My hearing aid wasn't plugged in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Clark, welcome to whatever debate this is in the faux Republican debate. We are looking for your opening statement, if you please, sir. Republican debate? I think I showed up at the wrong like like venue. Faux, re- faux Republican. Faux Republican? Yeah, I mean, Ron Paul's not really a Republican. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So... I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you will have your chance to speak. So, um, so I, how long do I get? Uh, Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds of awkward silence, starting now. Thank you, Alex Clark. Brianne Kiley, your opening statement, please. I'm Brianne Kiley. I didn't actually realize we were having a debate here today, so apparently I'm representing the female vote of the world in some sort of a Republican thing, which would oh, be interesting. Republican. What? Faux Republican, please. Oh, excuse me. Old Republican. Faux. Uh, F- F-A-U-X. Um, I, I realize these are opening statements. Charlie Wallace, you, are not, you have not been given permission to speak. You will, you will have time. Okay, I think my Brian 30 Kiley, like seconds is up. So, <laughs> vote me. Hi, I'm Brianne Kylie. All right, from Brianne Kylie, we move on to our fourth and final candidate for the evening, Douglas Gobeski. Douglas, 30 seconds, please. Opening statement. Hi, I'm Douglas Gobeski. Uh, apparently, I'm running for world president. Who knew? Certainly not me. But uh, I would like to say that if elected, I will be a cruel and ineffective leader. And uh... thank you, Douglas. <laughs> Our first question of the night is directed towards you, Charlie Wallace. What is your opinion on the current Ghost Rider film? Well, um, I watched the first one. I was a huge fan. Um, I like that Nick Cage is also in this one for continuity's sake, and um, I hear he really got into the role. I think um, it's a good thing for America. I think it's a good thing for the world. And um, I would I would consider Nick Cage as a, as a running mate. All right. Alex Clark, would you like to respond to Charlie Wells' statement? I, I preferred uh, Nicholas Cage's work in a Con Air as opposed to a Ghost Rider. Or was he in Con Air? 
<laughs> yes, he was in Con Air. Yes. I know Nicolas Cage movie. He was also in uh, 3,000 Miles to Graceland. So, or I think he was. was Kurt really Russell? Good. Wasn't he? I thought he was in that. Maybe he wasn't. I'm just blending movies together because I don't actually watch movies, so I wouldn't know the answer. He Wikipedia might be time. Way. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my uh, debate time to search Wikipedia. I'll allow this. All right. Um, I don't see it, so I lied. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when we go to fact check this debate, it's it's not there. So Douglas Kobeski, would you like to respond? Leaving Las Vegas. That. Was- uh, yes, I would. I have not seen the movie in question. I did very much enjoy his work in National Treasure 1, though. Not 2, because I haven't seen that movie either. But I would like to say that uh, some people on the uh, work bus were talking about Ghost Rider 2 earlier this week. Wait, and... wait, wait. You have a work bus? Yes. Explain. Okay, so... When I when I get up in the morning and I you know shower and shave and such and get dressed, I walk out the door, and then I walk down the stairs and across the street to the street corner, right? And then like five minutes later, this big box on wheels pulls up, and I show my badge and get on board. I I don't actually know what happens next because you know I tend to sleep on the bus. Douglas Kobeski, your time is up. Ah. However, this next question is directed at you. Okay. So you may feel free if you would like to continue with the Is the female allowed to add in her comments about Ghost Rider? I would like to get my question first. (laughs) Negative Ghost Rider? Patterns full. Douglas Kobeski, the next question is directed at you. What do you say to critics who say that you appear far too poor to be president of the world and that you have to have a bus pick you up instead of a private jet and you have to shave your own face? Wait, Hello? wait. i just been saving up all my money in my bank account in Switzerland. You're telling me I could use that money to get daily shaves at a barber shop? Do barbers do house calls? I guess if I weren't so poor, I would, I would know the answer to that. Brian, Kylie, your rebuttal. Well, I would have to say that for me, it would be important to be able to get to know the people that you're going to be running or ruling over, um, or excuse me, being a, the president of um, riding the work bus rather than my flying unknown jet would allow an individual time to talk. But I can't speak for Doug if he actually speaks to his fellow bus mates. So, because thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So I would have to say that if I was riding the bus, I'd feel it would be a very good time for me to get to know the people. I can't speak for Douglas, though. All right. Charlie Wallace, this next question is directed at you. All right. Uh, your, your opponent, Alex Clark, has been very public in his denunciation of your habits. In particular, he has identified you as some sort of deviant, preferring to, uh, how can we say this, get it in the ear. <laughs> How do you respond to these claims? <laughs> we were going to have a dance-off. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's completely unfounded, completely untrue. I don't know where it came from. Um, lies and speculation. Various sources, such as the uh, the moderator, can confirm it. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to use the moderator as a source, are you? <laughs> I can confirm this. See? What do you... 
What do you say, Mr. Wallace, about further claims that you have a head shaped like a basketball? <laughs> well, uh, that, that is true. It's a deficiency I've had since birth, but um, I feel that uh, it's something that just shouldn't be held against me. Um, are you bald head racist? Alex Clark, your rebuttal, please. Charlie, I'm going to need you to frown for a second. Can you frown? All right. Are you frowning? I'm frowning. That's what a basketball looks like. I rest my case. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex Clark, this next question is directed at you. Okay. Uh, should women have rights, yes or no? Well, if you define rights, I mean, <laughs> they're not they're not like, the, they're the opposite of lefts. It Wait, depends. I thought they, they, were, they were the opposite of wrongs. No, 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 you have that completely mistaken. Like, when, whenever the Constitution refers to rights, it means not lefts. Oh, thank God I'm a righty. Yes, so they, they may have all the rights they wish, but they just may not have lefts. Douglas Gobeski, women, should they have rights, yes or no? I don't see why not. All types of rights, whether it be hand preference or moral preference, or simply technical correctness. Or, or ear preference. That's also acceptable. Um, I think that they sh- should have rights, maybe not as many as other people, just in proportion to their attractiveness. All right, let's go, Besky. This next question is for you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the new Double Fine adventure game and the Kickstarter project that uh, goes with it? I assure you that if I knew what you were talking about, I would have a very strong opinion on it. And judging by the nature of the question, it would be a very positive opinion. I, I think it is a very good idea to uh, use to, to kickstart video games, especially adventures, because adventures... Oh, God, I should have prepared for this better! <laughs> And Kylie, your response? I'm sorry, apparently I'm not allowed to have rights, so I'm not exactly sure how to respond to that question. All right, Charlie Wallace? Well, I think it's just capitalism at work. I think basically everything that people want to do should have a Kickstarter associated with it. Um, If you want to uh, change your job, Kickstarter. If you don't earn, say, $10,000, then you have to stay at the same job at Taco Bell for your entire life. Or um, how about forcing Douglas to buy a car? If you contribute to my Kickstarter and I make at least $50,000, then Doug will be forced to buy his own vehicle. Not with those funds, though. Alex Clark, this next question is directed at you. Uh, You have been... Noted on the record as saying that Newt Gingrich's plan to put a colony on the moon by the end of his second term is uh, unnecessarily short-sighted. Uh, what would you do if you were elected president of the world? As the first step is president of the world, you have to also then become president of the world and the moon. So we should immediately begin building a base on the moon. Therefore, we can conquer the moon. Grant Kylie, how do you feel about this? I feel that we should preserve the moon in its in all of its essence. I feel that a colony on the moon is not going to help us in the present moment. I would foresee being able to unite us all and have just world peace. But Thank but you. not world and moon peace. No, the peace should the peace on the moon should stay 
with the moon, can, and the moon can, can should deal a, with its own issues. Can we get a can we get a doctor on the stage, please? Douglas Skobeski has just vomited. So moon peace is different. Oh, than it's moon okay. Peace. It's okay. Yes, world peace and moon right. peace are two completely different things. Thank you for your concern, though. Very touching, Mr. Moderator. Charlie Wallace. Two words. Genesis Project. I'm just saying. I've seen it. It can work on the moon. Are you aware that your plan involves the use of proto-matter, which has been outlawed in all Federation something? Territories? Thank you. Well, my first active president of the world would be to retract our membership from the World Federation. So there. What about the World Wrestling Federation? <laughs> um, yeah, I, we'll, we'll quit that too. Andre the Giant would be very disappointed. <laughs> Brian Kiley, how do you feel about Charlie Wallace's flagrant disregard for our national wrestling heritage? I agree with him. I feel that we should have nothing. If we're going to extend out for world peace, the World Wrestling Federation is just not going to help in that venture. Uh, related to that, since I know you've made this comment before, um, do you feel that your stance on wrestling is the reason why it is generally considered that women should not have rights? Oh, I didn't say that I felt that women should not have rights. It's obvious due to Mr. Wallace's comment about the rights in uh, proportion to attractiveness. Um, that became into effect. So if that was the case, if it was equal rights for both men and women, then obviously the World Wrestling Federation would have absolutely no rights because the attractiveness is just not very high there. Does anyone know what she's talking about? I, I'm not following. I was actually reading the newspaper. <laughs> I thought rights were proportional to Y chromosomes. Right, because the Y That's... chromosome being smaller, therefore brain being smaller? I would like to uh, make a statement here. Uh, I feel that the pointing out that the Y chromosome is smaller is needlessly sexist, given that if you have a good understanding of how biology works, you'd realize that in women, the X chromosomes actually don't work full time. One of them does the job. And the other one just kind of sits home. What do they call it? Roseanne Barr body. It, it does about as much work as a Y chromosome. I prefer yet it has to so not much get more potential. About... <laughs> I, I feel like the statement was needlessly sexist. I feel like going into a debate on the difference between the X and the Y chromosome would take up too much of the valuable time of the rest of the panelists. Wait, your time is valuable? <laughs> no, she was saying our time is valuable. Uh, our you. collective time? <laughs> First time I've agreed with her all evening. Well, I suppose our collective time is worth, like, five minutes per minute, so... Right. Yeah, okay. All right, uh, Charlie Wallace, this question is for you. If you were elected world president, what would be the most ambitious thing that you think you could accomplish? I would start an initiative um, to gather all the scientists of the world, stop at the projects that they're doing, and uh, work on time travel. I think by the time my first term is up, uh, 23 years from now um, we'll be able to travel back into the past and correct our mistakes to write what once went wrong. So you think time travel is a good idea? Um, yeah, I don't see a downside to it. Uh, if that's the case, then why don't you sing a song about it? Oh, okay. When a problem comes around, 
sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. Da na 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 na. Sing a song about it. Da na 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 na. Sing a song about it. There we go. Well, in 2051, Charlie was the ruler of the universe. And he decided to get all the scientists together to travel back in time. Then, when he finally did it, he went back into the past. And he told everyone he ever hated how much he really hated them. And then he gathered them up and put them in a big cage. And then he laughed and went back to the future. Brianne Kylie, your musical rebuttal? I have no comment. That was absolutely beautiful. Douglas Gobuski, would you like to musically reply? Uh, I have no musical talent, so no, but... If I may, I'd like to get Mr. Wallace on the record as uh, uh, promising to fix, you know, in 2051, promising to fix his greatest mistake, which is becoming world president. I feel it's a terrible idea for the world. I'd like to see him put his best foot forward and put a stop to it. I agree with this, which means that you would have to elect me president to enact my initiative. It's the only way to prevent me from becoming the world president is by electing me world president. Flawless Wallace! Damn it! I can't, I can't. Alex Clark, would you like to respond? I, I just don't understand where uh, Mr. Wallace plans on getting the, the 1.2 gigawatts of power needed to uh, you know supply his time machine. Like I just don't know where that's going to happen. I mean, I have much better plans that involve you know building a space station the size of a small moon that can uh, fire a array that will destroy planets. Would you like to elaborate on this plan at all? Well, as like... Uh, Emperor of the world, like, you, you need to show some sort of dominance over the other planets in the solar system, you know, for all the other, you know, civilizations that exist on those planets. So we have to build some sort of threatening object, some sort of space station that can move between the planets and then destroy them at will. Brianna Kylie, your response. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What? That's probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas Kobuski, this next question is directed at you. When... The TV show Mad About You ended. Were you very devastated, somewhat devastated, or not devastated? I would say not devastated, but really, that's just because I was too young to fully grasp the horror of Polarizer. Alex Clark, would you like to respond? Yeah, Polarizer is horrible. I have no other like statement. I think we have consensus. <laughs> yeah, we we can all agree on something. Brian Colley, next question for you. Are you prepared to answer this very serious question? Yes, I am. Edward or Jacob? Uh, Jacob. <laughs> like, that's no question. Do I need to elaborate on so that? So you were saying that you would rather have sex with Jake Lloyd, the star of The Phantom Menace, than with Edward Scissorhands? Um, probably, yes. <laughs> I think that's a no-brainer right there. Yes. <laughs> Douglas Gobeski, this next question is for you. How do you respond to critics that argue, that suggest that your knowledge of the DC universe is far too limited for you to be a successful ruler of the world? I would respond to those critics by saying, which of the many DC universes are you talking about? Because I believe we're on like, what, the sixth or seventh reboot at this point? Seriously, dude, DC sucks. Charlie Wallace, your response. 
I must say I'm completely offended by Douglas's um, lack of respect for the DC community. Um, they are major contributors to our society, and um, I don't think that we should persecute anyone for their beliefs, be it DC or Marvel or um, Twilight or any of that. I think they should all vote for me. I'm sorry, I thought we were running for president, not hippie-in-chief. Now, sir, I just happen to have a picture picture here of you back uh, five years ago, and you were in a poncho and have dreadlocks. How do you respond to that, hippie? Clearly, you have a picture from the uh, pre-reboot, so we retconned that out. Alex Clark, this next question is for you. Who is the only president to become the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court? Who's the only president to be the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court? Am I supposed to seriously answer this? Do I read off the sheet-level jokes or the sheet-level answers? Brian <laughs> <laughs> Kylie, you have said that if you were elected world president, you would gain the ability to fly. I feel that being able to fly would allow me to be able to rule and judge fairly to see where everybody is coming from where everybody is going and to be able to soar above them with just the greatest of ease so yes the ability to fly i feel would be would definitely benefit my term as world president and i feel would also benefit the rest of the world as well alex clark ability to fly is this about granting people the ability to fly or my personal ability to fly it's about granting yourself the ability to fly well, obviously. We've been, it's the year 2012, and, and like, where are the flying cars? I think is like a uh, galactic emperor, uh, the first order of business should be, well, I mean a moon base, and then the moon space station, and then flying cars. Douglas Kobeski. I feel like given that the we're running for world president, and the world is like, what, two-thirds water? Something like that. The ability to fly is, you're really just disenfranchising two-thirds of the world population there. I think the ability to swim is far more important, and I'm actually taking swimming lessons to help ensure that uh, I will be an effective leader. Are you claiming that two-thirds of the world's population lives in the water? Yeah. Okay. I am. Okay. (laughs) Maybe if you went to the beach, you would know that. (laughs) Isn't that what Waterworld taught us? No, no, Kevin Costner, then that's Kevin Costner, right? I don't watch many movies. Has to save the post-apocalyptic world by uh, peeing in some mechanism and then drinking uh, the fluid that comes out of it. Brian Kylie, do you have any closing statement you would like to make? Yes, well, I feel that this has been a very um, educational debate. I'm very happy to be speaking next to um, Mr. Wallace, Mr. Gobeski, and Mr. Clark. Um, I feel honored to represent the female population and the puppy population and all of the cute and cuddly things that are out there. And I just want to let everyone know that I would do everything in my power to really push for world peace when I am world president. Thank you. Charlie Wallace, how do you respond to the fact that Brianne Kiley has called you ugly, fat, and uncuddly? Uh, well, I think that's just consistent with the sort of uh, dirty campaign that she's been running this whole uh, half hour or so that we've been talking. So um, I choose not to respond to that except to say that she is a liar. Charlie Wallace, do you have a closing statement you would like to make? Yes, yes I do. Alex Clark, 
Seriously? You're going to vote for that guy? No, I don't think so. Doug rides a bus to work in the morning. And Brienne, uh, we just established she's a, she's a dirty, dirty fighter and um, maybe vice president material. Douglas Kovetsky, your closing statement. Well, I feel that uh, the American people know exactly who the best choice for world leader is, and that's me. And the rest of the world, well, to be honest, I really only care about America and the underwater people. So I would like to uh, state that uh, I'll be a very uh, economically good leader. Shoot. Oh, knew I should have prepared. Alex Clark, your closing statement. Do you really want to live in a world with any of these other candidates being galactic emperor? With me in power, we'll be able to start my plan of cloning a bounty hunter and then using that clone to create more clones to eventually fight our wars for us and the space station that can destroy other planets, you know, and then flying cars. That is all. Thank you all for participating in this debate. I'm just receiving news that the public has voted and uh, Alex Clark has been named our new intergalactic emperor of the Tunaverse. Yes! Yes. Oh, yes. man. Dang it. Yes. Yes. I knew it. I knew it. It turns out that uh, despite the fact that he did not carry the underwater vote, and while two-thirds of the population lives underwater, the majority of those people are convicted felons and therefore cannot vote. Myself and my uh, vice presidential candidate, uh, George Lucas, would like to thank everyone for their, their support. Can I be chancellor or something? Yeah, we can make you chancellor of the uh, the ground. Um, Doug can be a chancellor of the underwater and uh, Brian can be chancellor of the uh, the fuzzy well, whatever things that aren't going to be around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. You are welcome. You're welcome. And and Adam may be chancellor of the moderators. I just want to state that all of the things that I purportedly said about Alex Clark, um, they're all untrue. I've been nothing but complimentary towards him and uh, look forward to my new position as Chancellor of the Ground. <laughs> I'm very pleased Thank to know you. that those swimming lessons will come in handy as the new Chancellor of the Sea. I need that money. Right. Swimming. So then, this is Adam Gobeski signing off with my traditional sign-off of one Liberty Bell, two Liberty Bells! Alright, anyway, uh... <laughs> All this report, my name is Charlie Wallace. Uh, and our guests today have been uh, Brianne Kiley. Thank you very much for joining us, Brianne. Thank you for having me. And uh, Alex Clark. Thank you, citizens of the Galactic Empire of Earth, version 2. And then also Adam. Two Liberty Bells? <laughs> Uh, I'm Adam. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. You can check out our website at GobeskiWallaceReport.com Or you can check us out on Twitter or Facebook. Follow us at GW Report, or simply like the Gobeski Wallace Report on Facebook. Thanks for all your support so far. Tell your friends. Tell your other friends. Have them tell their friends. I really want a hundred people to follow us on Facebook, so get on it! Douglas Gobeski, this next question is for you. Go ahead. What do you feel about the pronunciation of the PlayStation Vita?
Uh, I would pronounce PlayStation Vita as PlayStation Vita. Like, like, Viva La Vida, but with a T instead of a D. Rianne Kylie, this next question is for you. Yes? Man, I don't even get to say my Velveeta joke. Oh, well, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, don't ask me. All right. You could ask him, and then we could just edit it to make it sound like you asked you. <laughs> Alex Clark, your response. I like Velveeta. That was it. That's all I had. Worked up. It was going to be some Velveeta joke, and I was waiting for it to go around the table. But now, now, then on on the spot, it's not as good. So continue, moderator. <laughs> One Liberty Bell. Two <laughs> Liberty Bells. <laughs> You're gonna have to sync that up. <laughs> I can only sync it up if you both each say it separately. Two Liberty Bells? 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 Liberty Bells! Liberty Bells! Ta Liberty Bells! Dos Bells de Liberty! <laughs> Two Liberty Bells! See you? y'all next time. What about you? I, I didn't get a shout out at the end. Oh, that's right. No, it's weird. Early. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I look at the screen and I count four people because I don't count myself. <laughs> Like I said earlier, there are five of us, Charlie. And Doug was here too. Thanks, Doug. <laughs>